you should consider giving to our Patreon show. Outtakes as low as one dollar a month from you. Go to patreon.com slash y'all heard please. Like, don't put please in it. That's us being polite. You don't have to put that part in. Thank you for your consideration. Y'all heard? Hey, everybody! This is Y'all Heard, a podcast where me, oops, a podcast where me, Marissa Phillips, and me, Pete Phillips, are not related. And also, we say Cupid is Bay. Ugh, that's disgusting. <laughs> Uh, in other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. You didn't need to know that. that <laughs> um, Pete, how are you? I'm all right. Cupid is Bay. Each <laughs> each week when we cover uh, how is your week, I get sad because I don't tend to have a lot of things going on. But I was reading about the ways that our brain works, and when we have routine. A lot of things just blend together because we like do the same things every day and every day starts to feel the same. So instead, <laughs> instead, <laughs> I wanted to talk about superstition for a brief moment because Marissa, the Utah Jazz. Yes. Now, when this comes out, this won't be true anymore, but only out you of. You say I taught Janice? What? No, only out of controversy. Okay. So the Utah Jazz lost five games oh, in a Utah row. Oh, Utah Jazz. So you said I taught <laughs> Janice. I'm sorry, continue. They lost five games in a row, Marissa. Okay. That's a big deal. Okay. They've lost every game since I got this hoodie. <laughs> That's a you Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sorry, you thought they were going to win? Marissa, they were like, ah! they were like number two in the Western Conference. <laughs> I don't know that. I'm not up to date with who's... By the way, unrelated, I am in the market for a Patrick Ewing jersey. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Ever since I got this shirt, they lost. Oh, so you think you jinxed them? And That's then, exciting. Here's the thing. Last night, they won sheer, pure, unadulterated controversy about it. But I didn't know they were on. I forgot. I thought they were on Saturday, but they were on Friday. And so I didn't watch it, and they won. That's why they won. So you think I can't watch my team? No. You are a talisman of <laughs> bad juju and uh, so when you gaze upon them you bring them darkness though some will argue that they didn't fairly win yesterday why because they the refs it? the refs missed a call that would have tied the game and it would have gone into overtime and then everyone thinks they would have lost overtime i guess so <laughs> no i don't know whatever Portland Trailblazers fans think they would have lost in overtime, so... Yeah, well, shut up, Trailblazers. Nobody cares about you. I don't even know. Are they doing good? (laughs) (laughs) Damian Lillard on the Trailblazers is doing fantastic ever since Kobe Bryant died. And everybody's like, wow, man, he's really channeling this Kobe energy. And I'm like, I don't think that feels right. (laughs) I didn't realize that What's-His-Face had beat Kobe's record the day before he died. Yes. That is heavy yes <laughs> I really because when i woke up and i saw that he was dead i was like wait no that can't be right 
<laughs> like they killed his record or he really did. Like, yeah, that's crazy. If I was LeBron, was it LeBron? Yeah. I would feel terrible. And some people Not that like, him beating his record killed him, but I would feel like somehow. I just somehow. heard it in one place. They were like, LeBron James, Illuminati, Kobe Bryant's dead. <laughs> Who said that? I don't even remember. It was some podcast someplace. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Marissa? I heard that too. I'm okay. I'm going to Mexico, guys, uh, next Wednesday. The amount of things that are causing me anxiety. So I was trying to explain to my coworker that I have more anxiety than he could ever understand. Uh, and I was like, I just want to be in Mexico. Everything leading up to Mexico is so yep. horrible. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, it's fine. Like, you got, they're going to pick you up at the airport. And I was like, who? What are they going to look like? How do I get the people that are going to pick me up in the airport? Am I going to wear a surgical mask? My boyfriend's Chinese. Yeah. Am I going to make myself or something racist happen if I wear a surgical neck mask next to my Chinese boyfriend? I don't have Xanax this time. I'm going to take Benadryl. Will I wake up in four hours? Will I still be too asleep? Will I die? What is, there are so many things. So, I could be better. I'll be good on Wednesday. <laughs> also, I'm going to pack my bag for the third time. The same bag <laughs> for the third time today. Uh, three days ago. A woman wearing a face mask was allegedly assaulted and called diseased in an incident in a New York City subway that was sparked by bias over coronavirus. So she was Asian? The NYPD and Hate Crimes Task Force encouraged the victim to report the incident for full investigation. The task force said in its retweet of a post with the video, why would you? Why would the cops post the video? Nobody needs that. Chinese woman gets attacked for wearing mask in NYC. Okay, Chinese woman. Thank you. Again, it doesn't make it better, but it made make sense to me because a lot of people are being racist against Asian people. I wouldn't think suddenly everyone wearing a face mask was at risk. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I just, I think. So I, you're gonna get beat up at the airport. Am I or is Aaron? I don't you have the Asian. face mask on. Oh. Yep. I don't think I look Asian even without my whole face. Apparently. I don't know. Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> if they beat us up, if anyone's dying, Aaron's not gonna save them. So he's a doctor, and everyone's like, "Oh, I bet like if they're like, oh, is there a doctor in the house?" He's like, "Me," and they're like, "I'd rather die." (laughs) Yeah. So my point is, I'll be happy when I'm in Mexico. I'm very anxious leading up to it, but that all makes sense to me. The reason that I, I shouldn't say solely the reason that I don't travel, but like one of the leading reasons I don't tend to travel anywhere is because of getting there. Yeah, it's horrible. Like. The last time I really, I probably traveled far was with you to go to Lisa's wedding. Once we got to the wedding, it was great. Everything in between was very stressful because we were like, are we going to be on time? Are we going to, except when we ate that BLT, which was delicious. <laughs> and it did make Ooh. us late. <laughs> yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. Traveling's horrible. I, I'm worried about getting sick even before coronavirus. Also, I'm usually drugged up on Xanax and I didn't get it in time. So someone said, take a Benadryl. And I was like, not that that's going to put my anxiety at ease. That'll put me asleep. So I'll be incapacitated. Uh, so yeah. a bunch. Uh, no. <laughs> no. So yeah, that's that's how I am. Ooh, excuse me. I am tired. Anyway, 
I'm not drinking, by the way, everyone. I'm just drinking coffee. So if I'm loopy, it's because I'm tired, not because I'm drunk. <laughs> icebreaker. Uh, Marissa, for today's icebreaker, I wanted to share with you Amira Shanshiri. A nine-year-old girl from Westwood, Massachusetts, has been named a finalist to name NASA's Mars rover. She's a fourth grader, and she needs our help to come up with a name for the Mars rover. Okay. Do you have a name offhand? Not, not yet. Starry Night with a K. That's all. <laughs> Mars is the red planet. Oh, oops. It is uh, Valentine's Day. I think I want to name it, it Cupid is Bay. You're disgusting. <laughs> You're disgusting. Red hot sex. Red hot sex. Yep. The Mars rover. Do you think that's like okay? <laughs> Starry night or red hot sex? You pick. Okay. Mars. Oh rover. no 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 no. Mars red rover. Ro- red rover. Right. Mes- Mars rover makes me think of dog. Red rover. And you <laughs> just want to be as simple as red rover. But not because of, because Red Rover, Red Rover. Send and, aliens on over. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yep, yep. Or Clifford, fine. We'll name it Clifford. Yeah, I don't I don't like that. Then eat my ass, okay? Because I give you a lot of names. Uh, all right, so going to Mars. Matt Damon was in that movie about Mars. Is that where he just grew a group of potatoes or something forever? Yeah. I don't remember if I watched that movie. Or watched the trailer. I don't know that anybody did. It was so boring that I think I saw the movie. Eros. Is that a god thing? Yep, gotta love. Ugh. Fine. Marissa, I don't know what your topic is today, but I'm trying to infuse some Valentines into our show. (laughs) Hot Eros. Okay. (laughs) There's. hmm. What was it again? Hot Eros? (laughs) No, before that. Hot sex? Red Hot Sex. Red hot so, sex, red I would hot, say... Red Hot Arrows. Hot, I would say, some would say that there is a fine line between love and hate. There was a whole movie about it, wasn't there? Is there? What is it called? Uh, the Thin Line Between Love and Hate. Oh, I never saw that. <laughs> Something made me really angry. And I was like, what is this shit? And I was like, is this the state of where we are right now? Yep. And I thought I was going to have meteor topic... So then I tacked on related things. This isn't my best go at it, but I'm very passionate about at least the first part. Can I just cut in and say that I had a similar moment this week? I was like, is this where we are? And then I thought to myself for a second, like, maybe the world should just end. Or, like, (laughs) just start over. No. And it was the existence of a movie called Sharktopus vs. Whale Wolf. (laughs) Is it on sci-fi? I don't know. I think it's on Amazon Prime or something. God, everyone is horrible. Yeah. But what what <laughs> moment did you have? <laughs> Mine is maybe less heinous than peace, but it's just... Okay. I will say this. I'll say this up front. It's going to be a, a, a episode about Barbies. There's not going to be an episode about, like... Martin. It's a Martin Lawrence movie, Thin Line Between Love and Hate. Oh, oh so you're going to say the werewolf ones. Oh, Regina King's in it. Did you see that there's, like, a sequel in the Saw franchise starring Chris Rock? Yeah, yeah, that was another thing that I wanted to talk about. And uh, and then did you also see that they're going to re... Not, I don't know if it's a reboot, but they're going to do Candyman? And Jordan Peele is one of the writers? Oh, I know. I really like the guy in Candyman. I didn't even see Candyman, Tony but I've seen, 
I saw him in Riverdale, and I liked him. Tony Todd, I think, is supposed to be in the movie, but he's not the Candyman. That's stupid, then. Okay. Anyway. So I'm going to talk about something I hated. I'm going to talk about Barbies. I don't hate Barbies. I'm not going to talk about their dimensions and how they promote bad body, whatever. I don't care. Oh, did I do that? Didn't I do that once? Yeah, I think you did. So I'm going to say, like, (laughs) I'm not going to talk about that. Because when you cover it in, too, like, I don't care. Like, I'm fine. I think Barbies are great. I saw a new Barbie, and I was like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) Like, some people might not agree that this is problematic, but do you think it is children thinking about stupid adult concepts that are, like, almost, like, intrinsically within the children, and they don't even need to think about it? So it, like, takes them out of themselves and makes them not childlike? I don't know. Okay. I'm going to talk about, first of all, there's a whole series of wellness Barbies. But the one that upset me the most was Breathe With Me Barbie. (laughs) So, okay. So I'm just going to read excerpts of how the Barbie is described on the website. Um, Barbie knows the the way to be one's best is to give yourself the best care. This meditation-themed doll celebrates one of her favorite ways to recharge using light and sound and mindfulness meditation. Okay, Pete, you're familiar with mindfulness, right? Yeah. Like, it's kind of being in the moment, like, Mm -hmm. really being present. Seems difficult to convey in a doll. Yeah, so first of all, do children playing with Barbies know or even need to know what mindfulness is? Also... Isn't it fair to say that the act of playing with a Barbie doll is a somewhat mindful activity? No. Don't you think, no? (laughs) I think playing with toys is like being in the moment. You need to be in the moment. You don't need to really be in the moment to play with a video game or to like play with a, a mobile game. But I feel like to play with Barbies is to really be in the moment and be using your creativity. You're not a kid today. Well, okay. Yes, but playing with a Barbie, you're, <laughs> you're unplugged. Because because a kid today would be like, oh, here's Barbie and here's Skipper and they're going to go, you know, be friends. And, oh, no, there's – give me another one. Uh, Midge. The, Midge? There's Midge yeah. and they don't like Midge. And it's like, oh, no, they can't not like Midge because Midge, like everybody has to be friends. Oh, God, I feel so bad because now they don't like Midge and Midge is poor Midge and Midge just killed herself. And so, like, you're not really. What? Like, you're still concerned about the, the world around you. Okay. Sorry. When I was a child, <laughs> I felt like it was mindful when I played with Barbies. Yeah. So I found that that was absurd. Also, I don't think a child knows what mindfulness is. I also kind of think a child shouldn't have to ponder these concepts. At, at a certain point. how Who who plays with Barbies? Uh, I think they're marketed for age six and up. Because I think that we can certainly agree that there is this um, cultural thing, right, where, like, we make kids grow up too fast. Yeah. And so... I wonder, yeah, like how long does a kid sort of stay in the moment until, oh, we have to get you into the right preschool so that you can go to the right blank yeah. school and so you can go to the right college and all that sort of crap. Okay. We got to get uh, you friends because you don't have enough friends. <laughs> yeah, let me backtrack. I don't think that a child shouldn't learn how to be mindful. I don't think they should, pers- like, 
You no. shouldn't give them a doll to stay mindful. You should just get off their ass and yeah, let them be in the should, moment. You should, your child, you should teach your child to be mindful. A child doesn't need mindfulness to have a title. A child doesn't need to know it as a concept. And they, don't, they shouldn't have to put time aside to be mindful. Yeah. Uh, you should learn how to weave mindfulness into your child's life without giving it a title. That's an adult thing. To like being like, oh, now is when I'm trying to be mindful. Kids shouldn't have to be living their lives like this. Anyway, so this Barbie set comes with excessive things that don't make sense to me. This set comes with a Barbie doll, a puppy, and four cloud emojis. <laughs> okay, listen, this, I had to read it twice because like, what the fuck does this mean? So, first of all, Kids simply press the button in Barbie's necklace to activate one of five guided meditation exercises that yeah, use light and right. sound. This sounds like it's more for me than for kids. I know. To inspire their own practice. I don't know. Maybe How, this what does she retail for? What? What does she retail for? Uh, ooh, let's see, let's say $20. Okay. All right, I can scrape up 20 bucks. <laughs> okay. This is the part that I'm like, what the fuck? Her puppy helps her visualize. Mm -hmm. So the puppy has a little slot on the top of its head, and the cloud emojis have little, like, like rods in them. So you <laughs> insert one of the cloud emojis in the puppy's head to represent a meditative thought bubble. Then you switch it up for new meditation inspiration. I don't understand. Why does the thought bubble go on top of her puppy and not her? Uh, because part of uh, meditation is to channel all of your thoughts into an inanimate object, and then that inanimate object like absorbs all of your stress. Oh, I no, that's also, a straight line, Marissa. That's a straight line. Oh, Plus, a dog's okay, not an inanimate say, object. <laughs> I was just saying, oh, a dog's not an inanimate. Yeah, I was just saying, I don't know anything about meditation. I I can't get into it, so I wouldn't believe. No, you. a lot of it is supposed to be like confronting the things that are in your head it's not like you're supposed yes, to so like, i thought she would have the emoji right it's not getting rid of the bad thoughts that you have it's acknowledging your bad yeah. thoughts and moving past them <laughs> so the four emojis is there's an angry cloud there's a Good. sad cloud mm -hmm. there's a happy cloud and i don't know a cloud that's in love I yeah i was gonna say a boner cloud yeah boner cloud. okay <laughs> so it goes on to say kids can practice self-care why what because lives? I don't have time to take care of the kid, Marissa. I need the Barbie to do it for me. <laughs> I guess, honestly, I guess I had a really good life. Because I'm like, what part of my life as a child wasn't self-care? All of my life was. Uh, kids can practice self-care as they help breathe with, breathe, breathe with me, Barbie, with her meditation practice. Again... Isn't the act of playing with Barbies presumably a kind of self-care in and of itself? Isn't playing in general self-care? Yeah, I guess it is, yeah. So to play about giving yourself self-care seems so weird and seems to be taking you out of self-care, in my opinion. It seems to be, like, too meta to a point where it's counterproductive. This is in my mind. It just seems weird to me. yeah. I don't know. It seems to be thinking too much. It's about almost it. like a scrimmage in baseball. Like, like it's not a real game. It's a practice game. Like, why don't we play the game of baseball instead of playing a fake game of baseball yes. before we play baseball? <laughs> yes. So it's very bizarre. 
Last but not least, Barbie wears inspirational loungewear. Of course she does. <laughs> with a cloud and rainbow graphic on her top. Do they have goop and Barbies? Po- no, oh no. <laughs> uh, on her top and cloud prints on her pants. The only reason I decided to say that was because she is absolutely just wearing your usual cheerful kids doll print clothing. They just had to remarket it <laughs> as if it is inspirational. She she's should just be wearing, wearing yoga pants. She's wearing anything that a, that a child's doll would wear. Also, I'm sorry, but while I need to quickly go on Goop and see if they have toys. <laughs> I don't think they do, but they might. Goop. Uh, 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 how do I shop? Don't, uh, okay. don't do goop toys, because then you'll get to, like, the sex toy. No, not sex toys. <laughs> I'm looking really quickly. Uh, on an upcoming episode of Y'all Heard, Marissa and I plan to watch the goop series and then meet up to I talk know. about it, so let this be a little bit of a preview. Yes. Can I please have the sex one? You have whatever you want. I don't want the one where they do ayahuasca or whatever. I'm so tired of people doing ayahuasca. <laughs> um... Well, if they do have children's toys, there's no title bar that says it. So it seems like not, which is too bad. Okay, anyway. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to then be like, holy shit, like, what are all the horrible Barbies that are out now? But honestly, there's a lot of good Barbies out now. They have a lot of, like, women uh, uh, role models. Barbie has a lot of women hockey players. I'm just trying to help. Oh, (laughs) Well, they do. They have a huge series of um, real-life inspirational Barbies, which they have, like, boxers and, like, filmmakers and photographers. That's kind of cool. And I wanted to look at, like, oh, what are the jobs Barbies have? Some of them were silly, but none of them were, like, upsetting. Uh, the chicken farmer one was silly to me. I was like, <laughs> what? Um, also, there's one that where she's not a gymnast. She's a gymnast coach, which seemed just weird to me. No, because she's she's... A leader. I guess, but being a gymnast is more exciting. <laughs> like, well, I would never want to play. But that you're not I was a, a mentor. You're just. I don't. I'm thinking about being a little girl and what's fun to play with. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> All the other ones in the wellness one were just stupid. There's like restful Barbie where she like gets ready to go to sleep or some shit. And there was one which, oh man, little kids would die over i this is like marissa little marissa's dream but it's not because of what it really is it's because (laughs) children love anything with like a lot of little pieces they have a spa day one where you like make like face masks out of clay and uh apparently you put like blemishes on her face with a little marker they give you and then you put the clay mask and then it'll like wipe the blemishes off her face which I was, I was going to try and go deep and try to say how, I don't know, it could get children, like, shamed about stuff or thinking about skincare. But I was like, no, kids <laughs> would just love it. It's just fun. So then I was like, what are the weirdest Barbies that ever existed? I agree with some of them. I, I, I'm only bringing up the ones that I thought were crazy. There were some that I was like, calm down. Like, who cares? Um, but sadly, there weren't as weird of ones as I expected. The first one... It's not weird, but it caused a lot of controversy. So in the mid-90s, Barbie released a happy family line. This is a line where the dolls would either be like a mom and dad and their kids or grandparents or um, somebody just got married or the most notable one was mom and baby Midge. And Midge is supposed to be Barbie's best friend. In this set, oh, it is so weird. Uh, In this set, Midge was sold pregnant. 
with a newborn baby literally in her stomach. It's like a baby bump, but then you can kind of like remove it. And then, you know, she takes care of this baby. But the Happy Family Project, a uh, pro- product and project, was controversial because some parents disliked preg- the pregnancy because they believed that Midge was too young to have children. I found that weird because I never thought Barbie was a teenager. Yeah. But Midge is supposed to be a skip or something or, or is supposed to be the teen. Barbie's supposed to be a woman. So that's weird. So they basically pulled it. And then they also revamped, revamped all of Midge's history in the 2000s, reintroducing her as Barbie's best friend again, but unmarried without children. So come on, dudes. Well. Come on. Poor Midge. She has no one back. If they're trying to align with, like, the like movie mythology and all that sort of stuff, it kind of makes sense because oh, yeah, she's yeah. not an adult in the movies and it, or the shows and movies on but Netflix and stuff. She seems like an, an like an older teenager. But when were the movies? When did they start making those movies? 2000s. They, so in the 90s, I, I don't know. I never thought she was a teenager. Right. But who knows? I mean, she's got all these responsible jobs. See, Barbie has to be the gymnastics coach because she's too old to be a gymnast anymore. See, I, Barbie... <laughs> canon is all over the place. I mean, again, the movies might all follow the same canon, but I was reading that Ken and Barbie never, like, have an official status. Like, once they were just friends, then they were married, and then once it was said they separated, but then once it was said they were just dating. Like, no one knows for sure what they are. Anyway, the other one I'm going to bring up is Barbie Forever with Tanner the Dog. Okay, Uh, the playset says, Double the fun with Barbie Doll and her best friends Taffy or Tanner Dogs in two playsets. Girls can choose Fuzzy Taffy Dog with three puppies or Tanner Dog with treats, toys, and cleanup accessories. So why this is notable is because Tanner does duty, and then I guess there's little magnets in the duty, and the duty picker-upper thing has magnets. Uh, so it like it's a magnetic poop scoop, so let's pick up the duty nuggets. This toy was actually recalled because apparently the uh, magnets in part of it and maybe the nuggets are a choking hazard. Yeah. But why I love this, it's not really that weird that you pick up dog duty. What I love is that Tanner has a food bowl, but the food is the nuggets. Right. So you give him the nuggets, he eats the nuggets, he poops them out, then you put them back in his food bowl. Yeah. So you're just reusing the duty as the food. So I like that. I like that there is a circle of food duty that goes around and around. <laughs> Makes you think, doesn't it? Yes, it does. <laughs> that, uh, that is mindfulness, Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> um, my there was other ones like were weird. We weren't really that weird. Everyone was saying how weird it was. It was like grown-up skipper or something where this was made like in the 70s but like she's a preteen but then if you like turn her arm backwards uh it makes her taller and makes her boobs bigger and i was like yeah that's weird but like i don't know that's actually kind of cool for a girl going through puberty like she has her little preteen doll and then she levels it up i don't know i don't find it starts breaking the arms of all of her friends (laughs) no i don't know i just i don't think there's anything wrong with that um, there was also a really old one where it's like teachers aid Barbie, where I don't know, they never come so far as letting Barbie be an actual teacher. I guess apparently she was a teaching assistant before she was a teacher, but like, whatever, like, you gotta get experience somehow. Yeah. Like, I'm like, that's not <laughs> that bad of a doll. 
Um, this last one isn't bad, more as it's weird. Uh, on the 50th anniversary of Ken existing, Barbie's boyfriend's doll, or presumably boyfriend, there is a happy, happy birthday Ken doll. Uh, she's wearing this, like, form-fitting, fancy blue dress, and she has a little present in her hand. Um, <laughs> I just... Someone pointed out the weird description of the doll yeah. on the box which I just thought was worth mentioning. So Barbies are meant for ages six and over, unless it's like a collectible Barbie, which this one very well might be, but it says six and over, older. Uh, but the description reads, wearing her most eye-catching, show-stopping outfit to present Ken with his birthday quote-unquote gift. <laughs> Barbie is every bit the beautiful birthday present herself. So I guess... Yeah, so we're going to unwrap Barbie. What? <laughs> like he's gonna bang her, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's weird that gift is in quotes, and it seems like she, sexy time, is the gift. So it's just like a weird, a weird way to frame that. Um, you know, honestly, I didn't find too many other ones weird. Like they would call them weird, but I didn't. Like it was like, there was like Teen Talk Barbie, and she, one of her quotes is Cupid is Bay. <laughs> <laughs> No, Bay wasn't at the time when I was really. <laughs> she looked like math is hard or something, but it was just like, yeah, it was a little bit sexist, but like, it wasn't, I don't know. All these things, I'm trying to think, like, is it weird for the time? Like, I don't, that's not weird for the time. I don't know. I feel like I would have expected that in the 80s or something. But, yeah, like I said, mine is a little bit short because I wanted there to be more insane Barbies, uh, but there aren't. There are weird Mad Barbies. Mad Max Barbie. Well, I will say this. There are visually weird Barbies, but I had to talk about ones that I could describe. Like, there's, like, a Halver Alfred Hitchcock the Birds Barbie. There is a Barbie that is a stylistic version of, like, R2-D2, or, and it's, like, sexy. Like, there's, like, weird-looking Barbies, but, you know, that you can't convey that on a, on a podcast. I guess we'll so, just have to do video. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> So, yeah, guys, that's it. What was the weirdest children's toy you played with, guys? Yeah, tell us. Call us at 570-PODWOD1. My favorite children's toy, which I still dream about, and I, not real dreams, daydream, and I've been trying to buy uh, anyone reselling vintage toys, but I can't find any that aren't egregiously priced. There are these little fairies that were wearing these, uh, they're the fairies the size of, like, your thumb, and... They came with little combs. You could brush their hair. And they had these little plastic dresses. And when you took off the, the, the bottom of the dress, they were still clothed. They weren't naked. They had, like, clothes, dressed, uh, clothes drawn on them. Right. But the bottom of their legs were actually a bubble wand. And then you could put – I think you could put the bubble – I think the bubble juice was in the dress itself. So they were, like, bubble wand princess fairies. It was fantastic. And they were so adorable. I love adorable tiny toys. What, what was your, like, a toy you remember fondly? Or, or was weird, either one. So, this one was weird to me because I had this toy. I didn't know what it belonged to for the longest time. And in my, like, adulthood, I discovered where it fit. Like, it mm -hmm. was a little action figure the same size as, like, a G.I. Joe sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just didn't know where it came from because it, it clearly didn't come from G.I. Joe. It looked too futuristic it was all shiny and like metallic looking and it turns out it's from stargate 
And... Is that a sci-fi show? Yeah, yeah. Sci-fi movie, and then, like, a few series afterwards. And I just remember having this thing for the longest time, and it had, like, like an Egyptian wall thing. What do they call them? Hieroglyphics. It had, like, a like a bird head hieroglyphic kind of look to it. And I was just like, that what is this fun. thing? Yeah, it was. And I look back at it now and I'm like, man, now I know what that belongs to. Do you still have it? I might. Okay. That's, that's the only one that stands out as like particularly weird. Okay. If you want to hear more about my childhood weird toys, you can go all the way back to our Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh, and Monster fun. High show. Cause that's where I'll tell you about the weird, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah. that I had. That was fun. It's time for plus. It's time for plus. Um. So any plugs? This is gonna seem a little odd. You're gonna be like, Pete, come on. But like, you mentioned Chicken Farmer Barbie. Ch- chicken? Did you say ticket? Chicken. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Sorry, it reminded know. me of um Connor Ratliff who has this podcast called Dead Eyes about how he got fired by Tom Hanks. I plugged it a few episodes ago, I think. Oh, yeah. He's just a really interesting guy, and he does things. So on the Chris Gethard Presents show, he had an episode called Talk a Doodle Do, where he (laughs) had a talk show with a chicken. And um, it it was very much like, uh, uh, crap, I can't remember his name. The, much like the Warner Brothers frog. Yeah. Where, like, when people weren't looking, it would sing and dance, but then whenever he tried to get people oh, to look at yeah. it, it wouldn't. I, I love it. Michigan. Michigan J-Frog, yes. Oh, gosh, I would have never... And, never. uh... <laughs> and, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just stupid and weird, and if you have, like, some time to kill, I would strongly encourage watching that. He's also got another thing coming up, which is a movie <clears throat> about a live show that he does where he pretends to be... George Lucas. Man, guys, I don't know he where my brain is. He pretends to be George Lucas? Yeah. That sounds fun. I like that. <laughs> Can I anti-plug? Yeah. I will anti-plug Frontier Airlines, uh, which my travel agent failed to tell me in failed to tell me until the time of that not even carry-ons are free, and you need to pay to pick your fucking seat. I paid fucking more than $200 just to check two luggages in advance because it's more in person to check two luggages in advance and get assigned seats so I stay with my fucking boyfriend on the way there and the way back. Like, eat my ass. So uh, I'm going to plug anything that isn't Frontier Airlines. Delta, American, (laughs) anything else, don't take Frontier Airlines or Spirit. I never took Spirit, but I think it's the same. That's bullshit. Spirits flies out of Atlantic City International Airport. I think that's about it. Oh, also, it's $40 for a carry-on and $43 for a check baggage. So we're just like, fuck, fine, we'll just check a big-ass bag. But I was just like, that's heinous. Like, what the fuck? So, anyway. Travel. And I researched and I was like what is the biggest personal bag that I could pack the most in that will be free so I got a bag that it's like this is the exact dimensions and even if you stuff it Frontier won't charge you I swear to god if Frontier charges me because then if you misjudge it and you try to bring something on as your personal item for free and it's bigger than that they charge you 60 fucking dollars I will have a fucking conniption if I have to pay any more 
Anyway. Marissa's getting thrown off of a flight, guy. <laughs> yes, basically. Marissa, uh, you're you're there now, right? Yeah, it'll be it'll be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It'll be my third my third night. Yeah, there my you third go. Day. Yeah, so I am very excited. I my boyfriend asked me to get fifty singles from the bank. Is that gonna be ridiculous to get for tipping? Yeah. Think my teller's gonna hate me? No, Ugh. they'd hate you less if you got a hundred because like they're already wrapped. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. they got machines and shit. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, also, I want to carry fifty singles. That sounds like cuckoo stuff. <laughs> anyway, Just whatever. Rolling up in a wad like you're rich. I don't know the etiquette of this, and uh, guys, it's gonna be exciting when Marissa comes back. Yeah, guys, I'll, I will have stories. That that is for. About adult resorts. <laughs> no, but I'm not going to the sexy <laughs> one. Which, I'm not going to lie, guys. In retrospect, I'm like, I wouldn't be having sex next to a pool. But I kind of wish I was going just to, like, have a really good story. <laughs> <laughs> Except the room looks so tacky. And I really care about rooms looking nice and when we pay a lot of money. If we would have gotten one room up at this resort, we would have had a bathtub in the middle of the room. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. Oh, uh, the bath. We do have a shower though that is only like frosted in the middle, but whoever is in the room will see my legs and see my head. So that's fun. So thanks for listening. Call us at five seven zero one. Tell us about your favorite toy or your adult resort experience. Redelt. I don't know what I just said. Add it to my DMs at wristbandle. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Hi. Hi.